welcome to Turn the Page, the official podcast of the Syosset Public Library. Libraries Turn the Page podcast. This is your host. I am Jessica, and um, I'm here with another uh, interview or chat, rather, with Lucy Clark, who last year we spoke about one of the girls, right? That's right. Yes, so it's lovely to be back. Yes, it is lovely to have you back. And then this, so this time we're talking about the hike. And I just, I have to say, you love putting women in exotic places <laughs> and terrorizing them, don't you? <laughs> I do enjoy that a lot. <laughs> That's right. So the hike sees four women um, in their sort of mid-30s and they go on a holiday each year together and they take it in turns to pick a place and it's just part of their way of life because they live in different places and it's that one time of the year where they get together and this year it's uh, Liz who's one of the protagonists it's her turn to choose and rather than picking the the typical you know sitting around the pool in the sunshine drinking cocktails she's at this real crossroads in her life and she decides that she needs to do something different and she's seeking an adventure and so she says look I really want to go hiking in Norway. Will you come? And her friends are kind of horrified and thinking, oh my God, I don't want to go hiking. But they're going to show up for her because that's what they do. So yes, they go to Norway and the novel takes us through the four-day hike that they make through the wilderness and all the things that happen and go wrong along the way. Yeah, and I think that um, another thing that's really interesting is you have, so you have their perspectives, and they're all kind of at this crossroads in their lives. You know, it's like, it's interesting when you get together with friends that you've been friends with for so long, and uh, you kind of have known each other through different things, and you know different things about each other. And then you get together when you're older, post-marriage, post-children, post-separation, whatever it is. And, you know, here's, here are these people who in a way you're picking up with again, but you're not. Um, But another good thing about, you know, that I really liked about the way that you told the story was you didn't just tell the story from their point of view. There was another perspective too. Um, And there, you know, in this particular uh, place where they're hiking, um, there was a disappearance of another woman previously and uh that kind of adds this ominous tone immediately to the story so um was that kind of um you know um different in the way that you that you told the story uh from previous books yeah I think with this novel I love telling the story from the women's perspective and kind of going deep in I do multi-viewpoint um so each of the four protagonists has a voice But I also wanted to tell the story from the point of view of someone who lives there and a male character who's a mountain rescue worker and um, owns this lodge where the women set out from on their first night. And structurally, it's a really nice device as well because it puts you into the headspace of someone as we know from these interludes in, in Leif's voice that there is a problem, that there's a body on the mountain and he's going out as part of the rescue mission and so I think it ups the stakes very early on and particularly when we're kind of getting to know the women and they're setting out on the hike and it's all 
lovely and sunny and gorgeous um you need that threat that element of foreboding and what's to come and I think he provides that as well as giving us that kind of grassroots view of mountain life because the women are they are foreigners to this land they don't know the mountains but he does so I think you can then write with a bit more authority about mountain landscapes and hiking because it's from someone's point of view who knows it, who's grown up there and loves it so let's talk about the the different cast of women. Uh, first of all, I mean, the first thing I have to ask is you have a character named Joni who is a um, musician. Was that like a nod to Joni Mitchell? <laughs> Do you know what? It wasn't actually. I love Joni Are you blowing my mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, I know a Joni from when I was at school who uh, the character is not based on her. She's not a rock star now, but she um, just, there's a couple of elements of her personality, her kind of spontaneity and the way that people were kind of drawn to her charisma that really brought that character to life for me at the beginning. Um, so she was a really interesting character to write because in the in the novel, she's someone who is and someone like I've never written before because she is, she's famous, she's a rock star and she's had this very hedonistic lifestyle, also quite a sort of broken background and I wanted to kind of explore how that personality, which is so different from most of our sort of our friends, comes into quite an ordinary friendship group and the effect that has on the other women, because she's that friend that doesn't always show up. You know, she's on tour all over the world, but when she turns up, everything just kind of comes together. And this group of friends have known each other since they were children. They just sort of almost revert to their roles as you sometimes do with old friends of, of as you were when you first met. Um, and so it was re- I had a lot of fun writing Joni. She's a real contrast to the others. Yeah, I thought that that was really interesting. And, you know, just like their excitement when she does actually show up mm-hmm. for um, for them was, uh, was uh, really, really nice. Uh, but then, of course, there's the not so nice parts of it. So you have um, the other characters you have. You have Liz. You have, um, is it Helena or Helena? Yeah, Helena. Yeah. So Helena's very, um, they're all quite different, the women. Liz is the person who organises the trip. She's a GP, a mother of two, very organised. She's going through a a trial separation. Then you've got Helena, whose life is, she's a single uh, woman and she lives in a city and she is very into her fashion and appearance. And she is not a hiker you you know she says in the book that she's worn it she bought her brand new hiking boots and she's worn them in by walking to the fridge and back to get her wine so that's her approach um and then you've got Maggie who the fourth uh character is um a mother of a young child she's a single parent she's creative she's fairly low in confidence in herself she hasn't done the fitness to prepare for the hike she always feels like she's the one lagging at the back and you know Liz is marching ahead and they're on this mission so I think between the women you've got hopefully a a interesting mix of different characters that I think you will all know and relate to one of these women if not all of them because I think they're facets when when people ask me you know who am I most like I actually think there's facets of my own personality in, in all of the women. And although I probably most identify with a Liz because I am the kind of like checklist person, um, I can see bits of myself in all of them. And I would hope that readers may identify as well with, with some, if not all of them. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely get that. And uh, I, I did because I did want to ask you, first of all, have you ever done a hike like this? You did a really good job of building the atmosphere. And I really like the idea of suspense, by the way, set against the backdrop of a hike. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, it's that metaphoric climb. to yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Do you know, it's so interesting because it is when you're like doing your, I do a plot graph and how I'm structuring the book and it, it's kind of like the actual trail itself, you know, starting out on level flat ground and then like some some peaks and troughs and then the kind of final ascent. And it very much felt like the structure of the trail was the structure of the tension in the novel. Um, and yes, I have done um, a hike just like it because for... I write destination thrillers and for all of the novels that I write, they're all set in different places, be it Bali or the Philippines or Tasmania. And I travel to all of the places um, for the research, which I love and is honestly the very best Who are you? Oh, I know. It's a tough, it's a tough game. These exotic places, and then figure out how you're gonna torture people in them. Yeah, that is, that is the blueprint. Um, yeah, so it's a really fun part of the job. And for the hike, I went to Norway uh, with my husband and we had, you know, tents on our backs and our stoves and hiking boots and wet weather gear. And we set off um, and we hiked for five days through the wilderness. And it was really interesting for me because I love the outdoors, um, but I haven't hiked for that long in, you know, in true wilderness. And to kind of see your mobile phone coverage just disappearing you know like an hour or two hours into the hike and knowing while you're out there no one knows where we are like genuinely no one knew where we were because when we set out it wasn't on a particular trail it was like a made-up route um and I just thought you know if something happens to us out here what you know who's gonna know and and just the sort of feelings like a lot of the things I wrote about in the novel like the fog coming in um, that was something we experienced firsthand we, we were up in the mountains in a plateau actually in a in this kind of freezing fog rolled in and just I saw it coming towards us across a mountain lake and it just swallowed every peak and pinnacle and then as it reached us I was covered in goosebumps and I felt like I almost couldn't breathe because the air suddenly got so thick and cold and I think those experiences that you have firsthand just really helped help you to set it on the page in hopefully an authentic and vivid way. So even though the research trip is an absolute joy and the best part of the job, it's also for me an essential part because I don't think I could write destination thrillers without going to these places. I mean, I think that that's really, that's really great. I, I guess like, you know, what one thing that came up when I was just thinking about that was did the um, did the pandemic kind of affect then the way that you wrote? Because uh, most of the authors who write about destination that I spoke to throughout that time kind of had to do some armchair traveling. Uh, yeah. yeah. Really good question. Um, luckily, the book that I was working on predominantly through lockdown was one of the girls, which we spoke about, um, and that's set in Greece. And I knew Greece very intimately because I have family on the Greek island of Kos. So I've been to Greece before writing the novel maybe a dozen times already. Um, so I didn't need to specifically go for that book. So that was really lucky. And then when I wrote The Hike, it was at the tail end of COVID. So we had to do all the testing to get out there and to come back into the country, but I could still travel. So that was my first trip kind of 
you know, in, in the pandemic or towards the end of it. Um, but yeah, I think otherwise it's armchair desk research, which is great up to a point. I think it's so useful for facts and planning, but I don't think anything can quite match the the being there for getting those kind of sensory details and just bringing it to life in my own mind as well, which is part part of the process, really. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, I had to ask because like I said, like you do kind of, um, you do have just a really good uh, sort of craft for atmosphere. And, uh, you know, one of the girls was great. I really wanted to go to Greece. Oh, good. Not necessarily on like a girls weekend, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it really, like I just like you know, you could really just feel like the the atmosphere in, uh, in this as well. You know, it's nothing is more ominous than um, sort of like the idea of this lonely area with the fog rolling in, and um, yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was a really, it was a really suspenseful story. I liked all of the characters for their, um, you know, their rights and wrongs and flaws. And um, it was, it was just, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away, but it was just, you know, a really good read. It kept you thinking and wondering exactly what was going to happen next kind of like I guess when you go on a hiking trail in a country yeah. that you've never been in which yeah. I'm sure that was that was totally your plan right yeah absolutely okay. I love like taking women or anyone out of their normal comfortable life that they've got you know mapped out and putting them somewhere new and having that feeling of displacement and seeing how they get on in that context of somewhere new. And I think it brings out different shades of people's personalities. And particularly when you're under pressure, you know, in a hike situation, when on any hike, there will always be highs, high and low points, and particularly on an extended hike like this, where, you know, the, the going is really tough. You get to um, basically different emotions become magnified. And I think that's really interesting about what, skills or what lack of emotional skills someone might have uh put to the test really in the most kind of challenging of physical circumstances as well well where are we going next <laughs> we're going to morocco <laughs> are you coming <laughs> yes please oh my gosh we're going to morocco we're going to morocco um i've just started on uh, a draft i went to morocco in january um it's going to be called The Surf House, uh, although that's a working title. It could well change by the time it's published. And um, yeah, it's set, it's set on a remote stretch of coastline in Morocco. So um, really enjoying writing that at the moment. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Everybody check out the hike. It is a really fun uh, and harrowing psychological suspense novel. Um, I want, like I said, I want to go to Norway now. I just, you know. I would yeah. prefer to go in a safe environment. <laughs> you can go and stay in a hotel. It's okay. You don't have to go and stay within the tent. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks again to Lucy Clark. And uh, we are going to close this chapter of Turn the Page. It's time to close this chapter of Turn the Page. Join us for the next episode.